0: good morning people of god oh what a beautiful day the lord has given us amen amen, amen. so much to be uh, thankful and joyous for i for one am thankful and joyous that you are all here today as well uh, for those of you joining us online welcome to this uh, uh, opportunity to give praise to our lord amen amen uh, a couple of quick announcements. First off, hopefully as you entered, you received your communion cups. For those of you joining us, we invite you to get some bread and some juice or wine following our time of confession this morning. Alright, a couple of quick announcements. We are excited to share that we have an amazing group of volunteers all set for vacation Bible school. We are not asking for any more adults to help with the planning now. The fun part. So uh, after worship today, Pastor Kelsey will have some invitation postcards that uh, we're just going to invite you to grab some on your way out. If you have any family or friends or neighbors... Uh, that you would like to hand them out to. So we've got all these amazing adults. We want to pack this place and get as many kids as we can. So uh, that's the invitation today, to grab some of those, invite some uh, some kids in the neighborhood or wherever uh, to come join us for that first full week in August. I'm also excited to share, we have nine new ushers who have signed up, but we're still looking for a few more people who are willing to serve communion on Sunday morning. So, if that's you on the back of your yellow slip this morning, there's a little opportunity for you to check a box, even to do it one service per month would would get us over that hump, and so we will start having communion both in your seats with the little uh, communion kits that we're having now, or, you know, we'll be funneling forward like we used to. So we'll give you options moving forward. Uh, we have two opportunities for signups by the pillar on your way out this morning. We are having an outdoor service on August 13th uh, f- with food and games to follow. We're gonna want to have a big old potluck. So we're looking for people who are willing to either help set up, clean up, or to bring a dish to pass. Uh, as well, we are celebrating Pastor Stephanie Newman's uh, ordination here on August 19th. That's a Saturday at 4 o'clock. And so we invite you to come back and celebrate that one of our members will be ordained. Uh, and then following that, we'll be having a potluck as well. So we're looking for dishes to pass and people to help set up and clean up and, and just be a part of a couple of great uh, uh, reasons to celebrate. So that's coming up in August as well. Nothing but good stuff today. Uh, before we jump into our opening song of praise, I invite you to stand as you are able and greet the neighbors you have around you. If you're joining us online, give a shout out and a hello in your chat. Can we even see what sunrise is on? I'm tired. Honestly, our keyboard is Foster Grant. Keyboard is Foster Grant. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for planting in us the seed of your word. By your Holy Spirit, help us to receive it with joy, to live according to it, and to grow in faith and hope and love. Guide us in times when uh, things are not so great and when times are just amazing and comfortable and really good, to help us to remember in the midst of all of those moments to shine your light. We ask all this in your holy and precious name through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord and all of God's people. Say, Amen. Please be seated. Well, sisters, brothers, dear ones, grace to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So today marks the halfway point of our journey together through this uh, vacation Bible school theme that we are uh, tackling this summer. We have five themes that our kids will be learning from at the beginning of August there, and I just thought, you know, why should they get all the fun? So I thought, you know, what better way than for all of us to learn together and uh, just soak in what these kids will be learning and what lessons are important for us to learn as well. So last week, Pastor Kelsey shared our theme in such a better way, inviting you to respond with the the key phrase that I kept messing up two weeks ago, right? Because those darn plural S's just should not be a thing. So of course, our theme is always to shine Jesus' light. But if I was always saying, you know, shine Jesus' light, so I'm going to make you all do that like Pastor Kelsey did last week. So I'm just going to give you the key phrase, and then you're going to say, shine Jesus' light, okay? So let's try it. Shine Jesus' light. See, you all sound so much better at it. All right. So our first theme came two weeks ago, where we learned that when life feels dark, shine Jesus' light. See, you're awesome. And I shared with you how Jesus was born into a dark time. With challenges and difficulties and hardships, he was sent to be a light in the darkness that just couldn't be put out. And so when we experience those dark times in our own lives, we're given an invitation to look for that light that always shines, that beacon of hope and love and welcome that truth that you are never alone and that you are never without Jesus. And so when life feels dark, shine Jesus light. Amen. Last week, Pastor Kelsey led us with our second theme, and that was when people don't get along, shine Jesus' light. And we heard from the story of Zacchaeus, who was a tax collector who was despised by pretty much everyone. But then along came Jesus who broke down all the reasons and all the walls that kept Zacchaeus on the outside. And he found a way to welcome him into a new reality. And then, in that moment of welcoming and, and being made whole again or just being brought into the fold, right? Zacchaeus has this, this moment where everything changes for him. He went from kind of taking more than just enough and skimming off the top... To wanting to give it all away four times as much, right? And so we too are invited and dare I say even expected to do what Jesus did here. To look for the good and the possibilities and to break down the, the stereotypes or the reasons why we think we can't be in relationship with someone else. And instead, let that light of Jesus shine so brightly in our lives that we can focus on, on welcoming in instead of pushing people out. And so again, when people don't get along, shine Jesus' light. Amen. Alright, now for this week's theme. Drum roll. No, I don't have a drummer. Okay. Uh, when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. Our reading comes to us from the book of Luke, chapter 19. I invite you to follow along on the screen. We're starting in the 28th verse. After Jesus had said this, he went on ahead, going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at a place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village ahead of you. And as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Hey, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. And they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, "'Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven.'" Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. Jesus answered, I tell you, even if these were silent, the stones would shout out. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So... How much whiplash are you all feeling in this series so far? Because I don't know about you, but when we started two weeks ago, we started with the Christmas story at the beginning of Matthew of Jesus being born. Last week we got Zacchaeus kind of in the middle of Jesus' ministry. Now we are literally at Palm Sunday. The week before Easter, well, you know, five days before Jesus is killed. I mean, literally, we are covering it all in this series, apparently. Now, normally, when we are reading this story from, uh, our, on Palm Sunday, the week before Easter, we talk about the whole experience of this story. But for this morning, I want to focus on just those last couple of verses. So again, we have this whole parade of Jesus entering into Jerusalem. It's all going on. And the religious people, uh, leaders of the time were kind of freaking out because there were people shouting praises to God. I mean, like, literally, people were putting their cloaks on the ground and, and palm branches and you name it. This would have been a, a massive parade at that moment. So the religious leaders were freaking out, worried that the Romans might see what's going on here, that a riot might start, that the people might get out of hand. So they approached Jesus to say, hey, you got to stop this, man. To which Jesus responds, I tell you what, even if everyone here were to be quiet, the stones would start singing my praise. And I don't know about you, but that Absolutely gives me goosebumps. I was rereading my sermon this morning and it happened again. It was just like that moment when Jesus says, even if I told them to be quiet, the stones would start shouting. And it gives me goosebumps for a number of reasons. First, I hear Jesus saying, with what I've got planned for this week, With all that's going to be happening with the the teaching and the preaching and then me dying on the cross and three days after that being raised from the dead once again. Not just for you, not just for these people, but for all of creation, everything, even these rocks would start singing my praise because of the excitement that all of creation was about to be saved. That's good stuff right there. And then, of course, I also hear Jesus saying, there's no way I'm stopping this. These people, these, these amazing, beautiful people who have listened to me, dropped everything to follow me and to learn from me, these people who I have healed and fed and loved, this is a good thing that they are so excited about this moment. Now keep in mind that the disciples and the followers of Jesus were not your typically well-to-do, living high-off-the-hog people. Most of these people shouting Jesus' praise that day were people who came to Him in need of something, in need of healing or acceptance or food, or to be made whole once again. People yearning for, for connection and for a deeper, more personal relationship with God. That's who these people were in that moment, shouting Jesus's praise. So let's get real. Raise your hand today if that's ever been you. Raise your hand if you have been searching for more purpose or for a deeper connection with God. Raise your hand if you desire healing of any kind, body, mind, or soul. Raise your hand if you've ever been hungry for food that fills more than just your belly, but also your heart and your very being. Raise that hand. So people just like you were there that day. So thankful to have Jesus in their lives. They were shouting their praise and not caring who heard it. They were even defying the religious leaders at the time, which were the, the top of the top. In their faces, they were screaming God's praise not caring what others might think of them, not quieting down for any reason, even in the midst of their situations and issues and the problems of their lives. Just because they were following Jesus didn't mean that everything was perfect. But they were there in that moment. When's the last time you tried that? to shout God's praise, not caring what others might think, even in the middle of your pains and your struggles, knowing that despite what's going on in your life, God has you covered. Covered in strength and in love. When's the last time we have been so bold to scream our praises to God? That's what today's theme is all about. When times are good, or when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. So here's what I want you to do. And again, sorry not sorry for all you private introverts today. Okay, I'm going to invite you to turn to a neighbor. And if you didn't bring a neighbor, turn to uh, two other people, you form groups of three if you need to, that's fine. But get everyone included. If you're joining us online, uh, talk to someone sitting next to you or, or type in the chat, okay? I want you to share something good that has happened in your life lately, okay? Start with one thing. If you have time, go into a few, but make sure everyone gets a chance, okay? It doesn't have to be earth-shattering, good. It might be just the fact that you woke up this morning. That's a good thing as well, but turn to someone near you and share at least one thing good in your life right now. Go. And again, for those of you at home, type something in, there, in that chat that you give thanks to God for today. Something good in your life. Alright, so now I gotta rein in you extroverts. Let's see just how that, that's kinda of fun how that works. Alright, so when good things happen, shine Jesus light. So we're gonna take a moment now. Let's shout out a few of those good things. Maybe summarize it into a word or two of something good that you give thanks to God for today. What's some answers? Good health. Good health. Good health. Family. Grandkids. 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 Friendship. Friendship. Phil actually shouted, amen brother. <laughs> what else waking up. waking up I agree I have to remind myself some mornings even when I kind of creaky and I was just like oh the back hurts uh, thank God my back hurts right coming here. coming here you get a gold star today Rich <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone to say Pastor Dave no, <laughs> did you have one yeah my Flowers blooming, oh I, you know I don't know what it was this this summer, but of uh, the flowers that we have in the backyard, all of a sudden, every time I saw them blooming, I'm like, oh, I got to get a picture. i'm like, i've never been that guy before i'm going to be taking pictures of my food pretty soon, it's so weird. I never share it, but I 've got pictures of my flowers. What else? Family Oh having a daughter sitting next to you today. (laughs) Oh You know, I'll tell you what. Inviting you to turn to your neighbors this morning and share something good, I saw a smile on every single one of your faces. That was so profound to me. I've come to realize that there are moments in our lives when we get so overwhelmed with things, so caught up in something that is just awful or extremely difficult to handle, something that completely takes over our lives. We get fixated on those things. We lose sleep over them. They interrupt our thinking and our ability to cope with other aspects of our lives. And it's in these moments, or even in those moments where everything is fine, that we are encouraged to look at what is good in our lives. Because here's the deal. If things are going well, thank you, Jesus. And if things aren't going well, we still hold to the truth that we are in God's hands. And so once again, thank you, Jesus. God has us covered in all the good times and all, in all the not so good times. And regardless, the invitation is the same to shine Jesus' light. I did it again. Jesus's. (laughs) But there's that invitation to refuse to let those things steal our lives and our ability to love. and to let the many promises of God shine both in and through our lives, encouraging us to show others that we believe God is the rock of our lives and that God matters most in our lives. What an opportunity this week that you and I have been given. First to take a moment many times every day to give thanks to God for something, to look at the good things that we have in our lives. That's one invitation this week. Even before you leave here today, think of more good things in your lives, because we all have them. Even when life is at its bleakest, there are good things God puts in our lives. Amen? And not only for us to consider the good things in our own lives, but then to shine the light of Jesus regardless of, of being worried what others might think. Let them think that you're crazy. It's okay to be crazy for God. It's okay to be annoyingly infectious. And then three, to encourage others to share what's good in their lives. Again, the moment that I invited you to turn to your neighbors, there were smiles on your faces. Imagine if we all did that today, no matter where we go next, whether it's the grocery store or out for lunch or, or to our homes or to our families. Start sharing what's good in life and watch those smiles come about. Life is too short to be fixated on things that only God can be in control of. I had a dear loved one this last week be diagnosed with cancer. And I'll tell you, my first reaction was, Oh, God, no. And the more I thought about it, it was, Oh, God, yes. Daring to believe that even in the midst of a diagnosis, God... Is present, that there is still goodness to hold on to. That's the invitation today, dear ones. That there is always good to be seen. And so we can remember today when good things happen, shine Jesus' light. Tune in next week for our fourth installment of Vacation Bible School. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we cannot thank You enough for the gift of this day, for this opportunity to hear Your Word, to be invited into it, to be even challenged by it with, with how we perceive what's going on all around us. Lord, even in the midst of our worst moments, You shower down goodness upon us. Give us new eyes today that we can see the good in our lives Give us new voices so that we can dare to share what's good in our lives. Give us new ears to hear the goodness in others' lives as well so that we can all give thanks and praise to you today above all else. We ask all this in your holy and precious name and all of God's people say, Amen. I invite you to stand as you are able. Confident that God receives our joys and concerns, let us now pray for the church, those in need, and for all of creation. At the end of each little prayer, I would say, God of grace, please respond with hear our prayer. Let us pray. O oh God, you call your church to announce the gospel of reconciliation and truth, both near and far. God, your church, as it seeks your wisdom and shares it, trusting your spirit bears witness among us, God of grace, hear our prayer. You brought forth all of creation and called it good. Direct policy makers to protect lands and seas. Bring rain to sun-parched fields and protect areas impacted by natural disasters. God of grace, hear our prayer. You desire peace among nations and peoples. Guard our neighborhoods from hatred. Watch over police officers and firefighters. And teach us to advocate for those who live in fear. God of grace, hear our prayer. You are gracious and merciful, comforting those who suffer any affliction, especially those that we now name either silently or out loud. Sustain your people living with dis-ease, Provide shelter for all who are unhoused. And release any who are unjustly imprisoned. God of grace, hear our prayer. You name each of us as your children. Guide our hospitality ministries to welcome all. Our education ministries to equip us for faithful living. And our social ministries to enact the gospel in our communities. God of grace, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O oh God, in all those too deep for words. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, as we now pray the prayer he taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us as we, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We now take a moment to uh, reflect on our week and to confess those times and we didn't quite live up to the invitation and uh, I guess expectation that God has for us as followers of Jesus. And so we admit those times before God and before one another now. I invite you to use the words on the screen. God of life, we confess that we are wrapped up in sin and cannot free ourselves. We nurture conflict and build walls. We neglect the needs of our neighbors and ignore the groaning of creation. Have mercy on us. Where we are self-centered, open our hearts. Where we are reluctant, give us courage. Where we are cynical, Restore our trust. Renew us with Your grace and give us the hope of new life in You. Amen. And now hear this, dear children of God. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given over to die for you. And so... For God's sake, God forgives us all of our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by God's authority, I therefore then declare unto you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. This time I invite you to take out your communion kits for those of you joining us at home, to grab your bread and uh, wine or juice as we prepare ourselves to receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. We begin with the bread. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, and it's given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. The body of Christ given for you. Amen. And again after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, and it's shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me, the blood of Christ, shed for you. Amen. People of God, may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ give you strength today to name all that is good in your lives, and to share that with others that you come across. And may it keep you always in God's grace. And all of God's people say, Amen. Uh, thank you for all of you who are continually supporting our ministries here at King of Kings, whether it's by uh, volunteering or finances. There's buckets on your way out today. There's a QR code for those of you joining us online. Just know that every little bit truly does add up. Uh, and I do have to thank you. Uh, in our console, I'm the dean of our conference, which means I interact with all the other churches in the, the middle Macomb area. And uh, we are one of very few churches that uh, are able to sustain and keep as many ministries going as we can. And that's because of your generosity. And because of that, we are able to help so many people. So I cannot thank you enough. Every time I'm meeting with other churches, I'm continually brought back to our people to just thank God for all that you are here at King of Kings. So thank you. Um, all right, finally, may you receive this blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of His hand. Amen. So today, remember, people of God, when things are good, shine Jesus' light. And with that, may you go in peace and share that good news. Thanks be to God.